There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. I'm appalled at what you said on that pod thing. It's disgusting. This is the After the Show podcast. It's where we get honest and real with your ass. So sit back, relax, have a blast, because it's time for the After the Show podcast. Yeah, welcome to the KBJ After the Show podcast. Virginia ran off earlier today to go to her daughter Magnolia's high school graduation. Happened at 8 a.m. Isn't that crazy? They do a graduation at 8 a.m. Well, they know everyone wants to tear it up after. Yeah. Not with booze, but with chicken wings and cakes. Okay. Yeah, I wonder how long it takes and then what do you do after that? Go to breakfast? So I know what she is doing because I was prying and I was getting all the details. They're doing a lunch Okay. I know the restaurant and everything. I know oh, okay. the time. And I know who's going. Okay. It's the entire family. Okay. That's so, smart. So I, uh, but I don't know how many more details I can say. I've already is, probably said too much. Is her ex going? I don't want to say. I'm, I'm okay. Not, I got to find out about that tomorrow. I'm, exactly. Yeah. It, it's her story to tell. Yeah. Because I, I don't know of a time where she ever is with her current husband, Panda, and her ex. It's not often. Hanging out and chilling yeah that just doesn't happen it's graduation though all should be yeah love and yeah I'm, I'm sure that's just you know unique i guess you could say i'm sure that happens a lot of times where you have to do family functions with an ex of sorts and you may not want to yeah i i there have been some awkward situations you know i think it's why a lot of people try to make it good and make it friendly because it is odd to be in that situation. Well, think of it. You have graduations. You got birthdays. You've got all yeah, holidays, all that shit. You yeah. know that if there's contention there, and I'm not saying that there is, but I'm right. saying that's got to be is. tough. Yeah, no doubt. Well, I mean, I, I got a buddy of mine who's divorced, and it is like that where every decision, no matter what, it's a fight. Uh, yeah, that, that would be a nightmare. I mean, especially let's say you got a three-year-old and you're looking at, the next 15 years just being nothing but continual fighting and aggravation, that'd be a, that'd be terrible. Can't imagine a worse situation. Well, we'll find out the, how the experience was. And then uh, Magnolia is off to Tallahassee this summer to uh, go to Florida State. Virginia will be there next Thursday and Friday. So uh, she won't be with us uh, next Thursday either, unfortunately. Uh, we did have something that we were talking about on the show, the one tip you'd have for the future of the graduating class of 2023. If you want to read some wisdom and see what other people say, there's a good 300 comments up there that you can check out. So i got a lot of that. A lot of it was about kind of, it, everyone said it in a different way, but it's kind of mm. like really enjoy yeah. the moment A lot now. of it was. A lot of it was <laughs> taking risks early in life. Uh, realizing that, hey, you know, it's a it's a path. You're going to have to deal with failure. It's a part of success. 
Uh, Sarah had one a little different what we said. She said you cannot control others. You can only control yourself, the way you react, the way you respond, and the way you let it affect you. I think too often people get uh, bent out of shape about uh, how other people are behaving, and you just – I never do now. When you try to control the uncontrollable, that's where you do go mad. Yeah, that's it. Worry about your own damn self. That's it. It would, it would help out humanity so much if everyone did worry more about themselves. Mm-hmm. I'm talking not I'm talking not on a you know if your community needs help you rise up you help your community but I'm saying petty shit where people are just putting their nose in in, in your business if people didn't do that as much you'd see a major shift in humanity I feel It'd be amazing if people just weren't annoying I, yes. I understand yeah how people are so annoying and and how they don't realize that they're annoying or even care and I think maybe that's it they may know that they're annoying and they just don't care like how do you they not. Why wouldn't you want to be awesome to other people and have people be like, gosh, you're such an awesome person, man. If, if you're a dick face and you don't know you're a dick face, that's bad because you lack self-awareness. If you're a yeah. dick face and you love being a dick face, that might even be worse because you love being a dick face. Well, I think a lot of times too often people, they they mislabel it. and they're like, I'm just bold, man. I'm just opinionated. I'm oh. just whatever. And it's like, no, you don't. Nobody's asking for you to be opinionated. No, we're not asking you to be a doormat. You don't have to. You can stand up for yourself, but there's a difference. You don't have to give your opinion on everything and be an ass with it and try to fight people to try to convince them that you're right. I met somebody the other day, and with they said two or three things right off the bat, and I knew that I wasn't. I just knew by what they said, I knew I was not going to like their personality, and sure as shit, I did not like them. It is, yeah. In fact, uh, I saw that topic the other day. Uh, I think it was like Reddit or one of those threads. And yeah, people were just talking about how how you can. You can immediately tell if you're not going to like somebody. Yes, this person had to tell everyone at the table and brag about, they just keep it real. They're, they're, they're a hundo P. I'm hundo P all and, the time. You know, some people don't like that, but I, I keep it real and I keep it fresh and raw. And I'm like... It's, yeah, okay. So you're an asshole. That's really what the translation is. That they don't they don't see it that well, way. Well, if you if you tell everybody and let everyone know and roll out the carpet of going, I just say how it is. I'm always giving my opinion. I don't really give a fuck. Yeah. Well, cool. Mm-hmm. Some of the other ones that they had on the Reddit thread. I'm just brutally honest. Yep, pretty much the same thing. Why do we have to have the brutal part in there? Can we just be honest and not maybe I'll take the honesty, hold the brutal. Yeah. I, I don't know when that ever benefits, honestly. You need to learn how to talk to people in the right way. Because when you come at somebody and you're like, I'm just brutally honest, I'm going to tell you like it is, they will immediately get defensive. That is just one of the conditions of being a human being. And ultimately what you want to do is you'd like to maybe manipulate or change their behavior a bit, hopefully for the better. When you come right out and you go right at them, it's one of the first two traits is that People get defensive right away. Yeah, and I'm not saying you should not be honest with people because you should be, but you don't. You really don't have to throw the brutal in there. You can be honest without coming right at somebody. And if they sense you're coming right at them and you don't have their best interests at heart and you don't establish that first, immediately you're going to get a fight and ain't going to go anywhere. Uh, another thing, I'm so bipolar to explain why they are indecisive or they play off poor life choices. <laughs> somebody who says, I hate drama. Oh, yes. Mm-hmm. Usually actually means that they're always embroiled in drama. I only have guy friends. That's a red flag. 
Yeah, I know that's you said a that major yeah. red flag for for me personally. Anytime I've ever ran in that situation, it is nothing but red flag city. And any guy who describes himself first off as an alpha male. Translation: I'm a dick. <laughs> you are such a douche. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Translation. Mm-hmm. Uh, Yuri had uh, a little sage advice, a tip for the class of 2023. You were never on the wrong path, just maybe on a longer path. Oh, okay. Wisdom, thank you. I feel like a lot of people rip some shit from that quotes, that quotes page. I think people are just using ChatGPT. <laughs> I think you're right. I think even ChatGPT is dialing it in. Yeah. I need a senior quote. What is it going to be? What's the other one? Dance like nobody's watching. Yeah. Uh-huh. Starting on the other end of it, when the kid first comes out of the womb, we're talking about uh, where were you when your water broke? Could be happening to Denny's this week as we wait on baby Lachlan at uh, any time. I think within the next week, without a doubt, it seems like maybe the next five days, it's a real stark reality. Denny's going to be a papa. And maybe I just... Cause I- I have OCD or something, but I feel like if I was pregnant nine months in and the doctor said your baby could be coming into this world at any time, every little blink, every little sound from my belly, I would think, oh, fuck, here this it is. This is it. This, it's Contraction City. This is it. Here we go. Here comes the baby. It's go time, Is y'all. that how women are during that time period where you think every little, huh, huh, is the baby coming? I would imagine so. Yeah, I, that's how they portray it in the movies. Now, we had had, you know, especially at least the one I remember most was uh, Cannon, and he was a scheduled C-section. So we knew what was up. We had the bags packed, went to the hospital. There was none of that. Oh, my gosh. You know, the craziness, how they always do in the movies. They're running around all nuts. And, yeah. Yeah, so that's how we did ours. Angela said, uh, I was at Ruby Tuesdays when my water broke. I was at the outside patio, and this was just an hour after being sent home from the hospital where the doctor said, yeah, you're not in labor. You're good. Go home. It's got, you got some time left. Hour later, boom, it dropped. Probably because Ruby Tuesday clears out the system and it probably induced your labor. Yeah, maybe. They got something on the menu. Their salad bar is just basically just, I mean, it's shit just, uh, in a bowl. It yeah. just, it, 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 it'll go through you. Yeah. I yeah. don't think I've ever done the Ruby Tuesdays. Salad bar. It doesn't sound like anything I need to try. I'll think it's your cup ever. of soda. Yeah. I'll think it's your speed, no. baby. Monica said, with my second son, my water broke first in my bed in the middle of the night and then driving to the hospital. I could feel the water rising in my seat and then more while being pushed in the wheelchair through the hospital. I just left a trail of water. That's crazy, huh? It's Yeah, it is crazy. Mop up. Yep. Uh, some other uh, emails that uh, we got here. We're looking for other euphemisms for taking a dump. <laughs> I never heard there's a brown dog barking at the back door. Never, I like that one. Never heard. That was a good one. Uh, let me see. Curtis said, uh, growing a monkey's tail. You ever heard that one? I have heard that. Have yeah. you ever grown a monkey's tail? Okay. <laughs> I get you. I hadn't heard that. Uh, some valuable information from Jennifer, who used to be an Uber driver. I was talking about how now Uber will allow kids 13 to 17 to ride. Going to be big for our family because we got uh, Cannon, 
who goes to school further away from home and he's got to do the bright line and we got such an elaborate way of getting there. I was like, gosh, if only he could get an Uber. Well, now he can. I'm not trying to be a negative fuck face, yeah. but I do see some problems with this. There could be. And, uh, you know, there might be. You always have that horror story and you just hope that that's not the case. Now, what they're going to do is the kids will have a specific code that they got to use when they get in the Uber. It's only going to be Uber's most trusted drivers, they say, is another thing. And the parents can track exactly where the Uber is on the app the entire time to make sure the kid is heading in the right direction. Uh, and if you see anything that looks a little shady, you could call the police with the license plate number and say, hey, I think my kid just got abducted by an Uber driver. So, Which would be just lovely to go through. It'd be terrible, yeah. Now, my son's going to be 15 in June, so that's pretty much uh, where he is. Um, you know, she did say, hey, you never know. Even the five-star drivers, you know, could be a little bit sketchy. Uh, but she said... Um, you know, it sounds like a good thing. This is new, obviously, since I was driving for Uber. But she said, you know, the whole thing, if everybody, if anybody's ever thinking about wasting your time driving for Uber, don't. She said, if you made $100,000 come tax time, your actual income is $50,000. And Uber doesn't give you your complete tip of the rider tips through the app. I was blessed to have so many generous riders who tipped through the app, but also gave cash. Yeah, I just see some issues here on so many different levels. Yeah. Cannon's going to be doing it, and we'll see what happens. I trust everything's going to be all right. Yeah, again, I, I think it's going to work out yeah. a lot of the times, but mm -hmm. you know how it is, man. If you have 20 stories that are terrible in the yeah. news, it's going to make it seem as if every but, Uber driver is driving yeah. with a machete. But, you know, so is life. But I, I just also think it's it's when you have adults that are not your, you know, that, that's not your parent, and there's money involved there. Yeah. You, you open up a door of manipulation where you can maybe make a ride a little bit longer than it needs to be because you've mm -hmm. got a 13 year old that may not know. Yeah. You know, that block. Mm -hmm. Oh, I mean, that, all that could happen. Yeah. Well, we got a 15 year old and that, that's kind of it is getting him up to speed saying, you know, got to pay attention to life. You got to start taking some of these things. Like I said, he's riding the bright line now. So. I also watch a lot of those Uber drama videos on yeah. YouTube because, mm -hmm. you know, if you're, if you're driving Uber and you don't have a camera, I think that's the wrong way to go. I think you yeah. always want to document. Mm -hmm. Just because the shit that I've seen go down, yeah. you've got people, if they didn't have on camera, you, you would have the passenger lying about things that went on in a car, but yeah. it's all on camera. And the person in the, in the car doesn't realize it's being filmed. Yeah. And they're, you know, they show it to the police and they're caught lying about something that went down, mm -hmm. whether they didn't spill something in the car, even though it was this one woman who said the guy tried to do something to her and he didn't. It was all on camera. Yeah. Well, I think probably, you know, what we'll do to take extra precautions is one, have Cannon snap a photo of the driver first off. And then probably two, because his sister will be up is uh, just uh, do a FaceTime with her the whole time he's in because it's a five minute ride from uh, the Brightline station to where his school is. So, and if anything looks squirrely, then you just get on the line. But yeah, you got to watch. I mean, to me, the first time I ever got an Uber, I was like, this is such a weird concept, man. It I is, was so it uncomfortable. Is crazy. I hated it. It took yeah. me quite a long time to get comfortable in front of, it's just weird. Cause you it don't know, is. Do I go in the front seat? Do I go in the yeah. back? I feel like a dick that I'm in the back. Yeah, it is weird. And there have been some, you know, weird stories. So yeah, so we'll see, but yeah, it's just such a biatch. Uh, Yasik thinks maybe I can get Cannon some YouTube karate classes. That's a go. great idea, yeah. Yasik. I, okay. I'm, I'm about green belt right now. So, okay. Go ahead. Try to step. I'm kidding. No one, please do not step to me. Do not step to do me. Do not step to me. 
The one crazy car story is the one that had happened. It was all over the news yesterday afternoon uh, with uh, Harry and uh, Meghan Markle. They had uh, left event an event in Manhattan. It was the Women of Vision Awards where Meghan was honored for her advocacy. And the story yesterday was this crazy run a la Harry's mom, Princess Diana, with the paparazzi that – could have or almost in a sense the tone was should have ended in his death in the same way that uh, his mama went. A spokesperson for the Duke and Duchess of Sussex said they were involved in, quote, a near catastrophic car chase at the hands of a ring of highly aggressive paparazzi. They said it was a, quote, relentless pursuit for two hours as the royals were returning from their event, the spokesperson said that uh, the relentless pursuit resulted in multiple near collisions involving other drivers on the road, pedestrians, and two NYPD officers. Dog, you know how I feel about royal horse shit. I think it's boring as fuck, and they all annoy me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It, it is amazing what a big story anything that they do was. Like I said, it was pretty annoying to me because it was all over. I was wanting to hear about the, the rest of the world. And then it's kind of interesting how people look at this and then the stories that come out of it. And I know there's a lot of people that are not big fans of Harry and Meghan, but then there's a lot of people that are. It's just, honestly, at the end of the day, for me, I find a lot of a lot of the stuff they do is annoying, but it's, it bores me. I, it, mm -hmm. I, I just find it boring as shit. Well, I think what this is, is, you know, this is the story and what the big question is. Do, do we have a couple that is just looking for drama? Are they trying to play the media like a fiddle? And I think a lot of people do get annoyed if somebody's always looking to be the victim and seeking the sympathy when it's not deserved. Well, you can't always say you don't want attention and then do a fucking, you know, yeah, like, interview tour. Like how and, South Park spoofed it and said, yeah, we're on our privacy tour. And well, yet they're publicizing their privacy tour. Leave us alone. We want to be private. Mm -hmm. Oh, my gosh. The world's against us. And then they, you know, their actions don't, it, it kind of contradicts with what they're saying. According to the New York Post and page six, they're now starting to get some eyewitnesses. One person accuses the Sussexes of their security of being a-holes from the start. And they said the their security team escalated the situation. They said they were mocking the paparazzi, provoking them. You expect that kind of thing from security for rappers or whatever, but with good security, which this should be, you expect them to be similar to the Secret Service. Has anybody battle rapped the Royals yet? Do I need to be the first to take them down? Or am yeah, I don't want you to do it. Am I going to start a war Go for here? it, man. I don't want to start a war. This would be our third war with England. <laughs> I actually, I don't think, I don't think English people like them, honestly. They do not. I don't think England's a big fan of Harry and Meghan. In fact, I'd get the Brits on my side. Well, I've seen all the, because, you know, they're about five, six hours ahead of us in England, and I've, I've been checking the news, and there's a lot of people that have been on their daily uh, TV that are really kind of ripping on them, saying that, oh my gosh, this is just more of the same from these two. They're just looking for attention, and they're so annoying. We're so glad they're gone. But I'm going in hard on all these royal fucks, not just... Megan and Harry. I'm taking them all down, Kev. Someone's got to knock them down a peg. Yeah. Go for it, baby. You want in that booth? Nah. <laughs> a spokesperson for the NYPD, they said that they played down the couple's high drama claims. They said, eh, it was somewhat hectic, but it's a pretty controlled scene. I mean, this is New York. We well, see this kind of shit all the time. You're the royals. You're going to be followed. Right. Shit, Carrot Top. 
And that's not a knock on Carrot Top. Yeah. If he's walking down New York, he's going to get followed. Yeah. If you're a celebrity, you're going to get followed. Uh, Nicole gave a little light to it. She said, Kevin, the Sussexes were trying to prevent the paparazzi from seeing where they were staying. The pops, the paps were trying to get pics of the kids. That is why these press hounds were so aggressive. Also, they were British paparazzi, not American. But I mean, don't a lot of celebrities have paparazzi that follow them? I mean, you know, Brad Pitt, Angelina Jolie, don't they try to follow them to wherever they're going and they can see where they are? I just, I guess that's just it. I just don't, I don't understand it. So, I mean, I'm talking like about, you. I don't get why they get so much attention. I'm talking about going in on the queen, Kevin. I'm talking about all of them. Ah, uh, the queen dead, man. Uh, I mean, is that controversial? Yeah. Are you talking about the queen consort? I'm talking about all the queens. Okay. I'm talking, I don't even know what the fuck you're even talking about. Even the band queen? <laughs> no, I love them. Okay. You like that. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. I uh, got a nice little piece of advice here. Yesterday I was talking about my damn expensive socks I wound up getting from Lululemon because they're the only things that uh, stay on my foot and don't get uh, crammed down into my shoe. Uh, this email from Battleaxe says, uh, yeah, just to let you know at Plato's Closet, they've got a lot of gently used items there from Lululemon. No socks though. In fact, I was looking at that's, that's probably a smart deal. Cause that's how I like doing my stuff. I do. I do like their clothes, comfortable, nice. Uh, but yeah, I'm not paying those prices and that's odd because I got those pants right there and I got those off the bargain rack. So I guess they probably went from somebody not buying them right to. That. Yeah, you Thank gotta you have a that. certain. I need to start checking that out. You gotta have a certain body for Lululemon. I got, I got Lululemon pound cake body. I, I, I ain't got Lululemon body. Those you need almost boy band skinny body. And oh, okay, I, yeah. I got a little bit of a Humpty Dumpty situation. Okay, yeah, there are. Like there I, are... Look, I can rock it in my Yoda sweater. I don't look, you know, that plump. But okay. It, it, if, if I got into some Lululemon, yeah, you'd be okay, Humpty Dumpty. What the fuck? There is a lot of that stuff. Yeah, that you don't. It just, it's not flattering. You have to have a rail thin body. You just can have a, yeah, a more slender body, I feel like. Yeah. I, I, I don't fit the Lululemon brand. That's good, though. You know your style. You know what you need to get. Uh, Ryan said, uh, after listening to Kevin talk about his $80 socks and all the things that he saves money on, it maybe want to email you guys about a nice little splurge that my husband and I do. Well, we do dinners, but typically what we normally do is we'll go to the American Legion. My husband is the son of a veteran. The food is reasonably priced and so good. No joke. And the drinks, coldest $4 tap beer. We're all about trying to enjoy life but not spend a fortune doing it. And that's a good thing if you don't do it. American Legion. I love the American Legion. When I played for the American Legion, we'd always do these barbecues there. And they had great food at the American Legion up there in Tequesta. Yeah. Post 271, I believe. Is that what she's talking about? Yeah. The American, I should, there's I should all different kinds around yeah. the area. Yeah, they have that. What's the difference with American Legion and Moose Lodge and all that? Moose Lodge is maybe not military. American Legion's military and Moose isn't, I would assume. I, I don't want to speak on that because I don't know all the facts, but I will say that American Legion, they, they are definitely a close, uh, close-knit community, and we did a lot of that with baseball because I was on the American Legion team, and they did have good food. 
Yeah. Really good food. Okay. Yeah, I'm going to have to start looking at that. I mean, my dad's a veteran, so if a son of a veteran can get in. And you bring up the Moose Lodge. That was some of the most fun I ever had was going to the Moose Lodge and partying and just having a good time. They had a beer pong table set set up. The cheapest drinks, if you're a member there. It just Mm -hmm. had a fun atmosphere. Right. The, the whole Moose Lodge. I, I think it's the same that kind of concept. That sounds like my kind of place. It's, a, it's, a, it's like a club. Yeah. It's great. There's a bunch of older people. And they really took me in. It was awesome. What would you say is the median age when you went in there? Well, they were trying to get younger people in there. And I would say it was more older people, but they definitely had people in their 20s and 30s. Okay. I, I would say, but the, the median age, I would say, would probably, uh, I don't know. 49 to 52. Okay, all right. I don't know. It might be a little bit higher. Like 52 to like 60. Okay, 60. Probably. Okay. Not to say that. Yeah, but hey, I mean, honestly, I've been in that position. If you give me a a cheap beer and solid food. And cool people. It's nice people that want to have a good time. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a a good little tip. Might have to uh, start looking into that. Um, you see some of the other uh, emails we got here. Talking about matching up through astrology. Yuri had said, for those who don't believe much in astrology, she said, uh, cancer loving. Yeah, so I guess she's going through all of our signs. So I'm a cancer, you're a Taurus, and Virginia was a Leo, right? Yes. She said, they are all about the family and love being home. When crabby, leave them alone until it passes uh, what out when full moon is out? That's until it okay, whatever. It's cryptic. You have to figure it out like a riddle. <laughs> uh, for Taurus, definitely stubborn. They love routines. Do you love routines? Yeah, I do. Okay, they don't like uh, spare of the spare of the moment plans. Probably just when plans are sprung upon them out of the blue. Hey, we're going to go to Pennsylvania Are you, are you spontaneous? Do you like that? Spur I, of the moment, I think is what you meant. It, you know, honestly, it really depends on the situation. So I would say I'm 50-50 on that. If it's a shitty thing I don't want to do, I'm going to fucking hate it. But if it's cool, it's, shit, yeah. It says Tauruses love money and material things. No. Love to eat good food. I mean, I kind of... Some argue I have the worst palate on the show. I eat like a fucking like a dog. Yeah. <laughs> uh, sometimes I have tunnel vision. That I do have. Okay. But I mean, a lot of Again, these things, it's it's all kind of hit or miss, right? It is hit or Some miss. Some of it, you're like, okay. I'm not saying, I wasn't trying to shit on this the other day, but my point is I don't believe in anything that's 100%. You can't say all Tauruses are one way. All Leos are one way because I just I've seen people who don't fall in any of those categories that were born in that time frame. Yeah, they say Leos love the spotlight; they command it, get it automatically. Leos just get it. They're very protective of their loved ones. Sometimes very judgmental, focused, and very loyal. Does that describe Virginia? Some of it does. Yeah. But- Again, some of it does. Some of it doesn't. So. I don't know. I don't know, Kevin. Some people believe in it, swear by it. One of the comments in the chat room says, yeah, I've got an astrologer, and they've always been on point. That's Anna since day one. And look, I'm like not every a- time, Anna, every time they nail it. And Anna, I'm not over here trying to shit on what you believe in, because I think for some people it is a good guide. I just don't like absolutes. 
Because the, the whole thing started with the my niece's friend said, Jaybird, I want to hook you up with somebody. She's perfect for you. What's your sign? And then I told her I was a Taurus. And she goes, oh, no, I'm not hooking my sister up with a Taurus. She would never date a Taurus. And by the way, I didn't want her to hook me up with her sister. She was putting me in that awkward situation. Yeah. And then shit's on the time I was born. So it was like, fuck you, fuck you, kind of a thing. Mm-hmm. Oh, you're a Taurus? Oh, fuck you. And I didn't want her to try to hook me up with her sister. Yeah. So it was just a, it was 10 minutes of awful. Now, you said you were debating something with suits. Does your eye color change with moods? Yeah, we were talking about that. There's there's some people that really believe that they do, and some people say, no, man, that's fucking bullshit. It's TikTok stuff. What do you believe? Never thought about it, but I've never noticed uh, anybody's eye color to change. And to me, if it did, it would maybe be so subtle. Maybe you could explain that if they are upset, their blood pressure is up, and somehow that might affect how things look, the blood flow in the body to the colorization of the eyes. But for the most part, I would say that it's either not a thing or it's such a minimal a thing. If you're angry, who yeah. Who gives a fuck, yeah. Yeah, who gives a fuck, exactly. Yeah. Well, have you heard that uh, that you cry different tears? If you are if you have angry tears versus sad tears, they're different kinds of tears? Never heard that, no. Is that real or is that some I bullshit? don't even know how that would be. Biologically, that makes zero sense to well, me. Well, when, you, when you're angry and you start to cry, it's a different uh-huh. kind of tear that comes out than if you're sad and depressed in that comes what, out. In what way is it different? It just a different kind, It produces a different type of tear that comes out of your eye. One emotion's based on anger. The well, other maybe the volume of the tear, and that might give the tear a different appearance, but it's so you're coming calling, from— you're calling horseshit on all Anger is all fucking stupid. <laughs> I ain't buying any of it. I bet I agree with you. Yeah. Whether it's true or not, it's fucking stupid. Now, the one debate that I keep seeing, I'm wondering if it's legit or not. Gosh, man, it's it's at least once a week. I keep seeing stories about how Gen Z and younger people are drinking less. They say those born between 1997 and 2012 are drinking 20% less um, than the average American. But my my only problem with all that is how do you possibly get that stat when you don't ask everybody? That's kind of an impossible stat to get. It's got to be a sample size because, yeah, you don't. I mean, anytime you see one of these studies, it's not that they've asked every single person alive in that age group. They've taken a sample size, and it's typically 1,000 to 2,000 if it's good or at least somewhat credible. And it could be a sample size of 10, which means it has zero credibility. So seeing the sample size and also who performed it is important. And then also where was it performed? Because there are different parts of the country, I know, from moving around where people drink a lot more and the attitudes towards drinking are much different. The other thing, too, people got to remember, because I've seen it with older adults that wanted to quit drinking but still wanted to get a little, you know, a, a little buzz on. They quit alcohol and went to weed. And I'm sure some people, I mean, if it happens with older people, it can mm-hmm. happen with younger people. Not everyone likes waking up with a hangover. And I would think that would be the reason why, is that there are maybe younger people that are just smoking more weed because it's more available, it's easier. 
The I perception's mean, different than it used to be back is. in the day. It is, and and I think it's it's you know, there's so many different styles. I, you know, when I was I never heard of edibles when I was in high school. Did they even exist? They did, but man, they were probably mixed with some fucking shrooms. Never heard of them. I heard of pot. Some I heard of pot brownies and joints, and that was it. They had edibles back in the day. Uh, okay, yeah. never even heard of them though. It really? wasn't a thing. No space no. cakes. Well, that sounds to me like an, a brownie. I've yeah. heard of that. A brownie and an edible is the same. Th I mean, it's you're, you're. I'm thinking of. I guess when I think edible, and, and maybe that's the wrong of the definition. The stuff that I see, they're almost like the candies. It's yeah. kind of like a maybe gummy. I guess is the right thing. So gummy is something that's new. So that's that's yeah. So I guess a brownie, a pop brownie, would be an edible. You're right. The the, the something amount, of gummies. The amount yeah. in different styles of edibles since the yeah, yeah the fucking seventies. You're right. It was just a big old. So is brownie. a gummy a newer concept? Yes. All the, okay, all okay. those because back in the day, and I'm sure people did it they just didn't talk about it you know you can make popcorn you know have weed in it macaroni and it's so easy to disguise it is that you know then if we saw somebody eating a brownie and they acted weird you you would know okay that's a weed brownie but yeah now you can take a piece of candy and nobody has any idea that you're just eating something that's going to get you all fucked up oh yeah even with the brownies man they, they make all those, those those pastries and cakes they don't even smell or taste like weed anymore some of the I ones know, they right? got, yeah. seriously, some of the well, ones. That's why it's dangerous. That's why you have so many stories of people that accidentally, somebody brings it to work or to school and people get all fucked up. They don't want to be fucked up. And that, that would be, to me, that would be really unnerving. I mean, already I kind of get a little panicky when I get high. So I'm not sure that's why one reason I'm a little hesitant to it. But if I didn't think I was taking anything, and all of a sudden I'm like, oh my gosh, what is going on? Man, I start freaking out. Typically, regular weed does not give me anxiety. But fuck, if I eat an edible and I am not in the right situation, yeah, edibles they just hit in a different way than yeah, when, when right. you smoke, smoke. weed. Yeah. Totally. Uh huh. It. It. I, I don't really. I'm not a huge edible fan. You got to almost. Plant. For me personally, if I was to do that, I'd either be in a cabin somewhere where all I want to do is just play the guitar and chill. Yeah. But I mean, don't. <laughs> right. Don't plan on being productive. <laughs> well, just or responsible. Okay. But yeah. I'm sure there's going to be Takes somebody. You out of your game. Well, there'll be somebody that emails you and says, oh, I have the opposite effect. Smoking, it makes me uh, weird. And the edible kind of keeps me level. Oh, I'm sure there are people all day at work that are popping edibles. Oh, or yeah. Or gummies, I guess I should say. Uh, you're right to say edible. The uh, dating app Hinge found that 30% of its users prefer sober dates. Younger people, they say, are drinking less and less, and they consume significantly less booze than older generations did when they were young. 46% of Gen Zers and millennials in the U.S. have gone on an active first date, like exercising, attending a fitness class, or going for a bike ride. I don't know if I'm believing this horse shit. My daughter's trying to make up for the numbers. That's what I'm saying, man. <laughs> but so I, I can only go on, on hers. That's that's my concept. But like I said, they're pushing this agenda every other week. I see a story about how Gen Z is not drinking as much. People are getting more into non-alcoholic beverages. That was the story that was out today about all the different. There are bars now that they only serve non-alcoholic options. And you're just like, really? Okay. So is that like a... A brothel that you don't have sex, you just get like a, a hangy. What is that? A brothel, a hand job. You're, you, it's like that's like kind of having a brothel where you don't have sex. A, a, a bar without alcohol. You go in to still socialize, but so it's know, a restaurant. Well, it's a place now because a restaurant you're sitting down eating food. 
This is a place where you go up to a bar, you get served a beverage, you hang around like you're drinking alcohol and have your conversations, but there's nothing in there to get you intoxicated in your beverage. I don't know, man. The more you read about it, kind of making me hate Gen Z, dog. <laughs> <laughs> just, just kidding. Yeah, that's uh, what they say. They say 23% of Gen Z, 24% of millennials uh, prefer these drinks, non-alcohol. I, just, I have a tough time believing some of these studies. Yeah. So who knows? But they're, they're pushing it a lot for whatever I, I do reason. see it. It is pushed a lot. Yeah. So they're trying to get people to believe it. I don't know if it's true or not. Uh, let me see here. Sherry has got a thought. She said, I was wondering why there's no dirt of the day included with the KBJ cuts. I enjoy listening to Virginia's dirt, and I think it would be a good idea to include it. Signed, Magnolia. <laughs> yeah, what, I think Denny's, what, you put one in a day? Is it one dirt? He, he puts in two. So you put in both dirts. Okay. They're in there, y'all. That's just as how many dirts she's doing. Yeah, I mean, she does six. Six stories. Yeah, so six stories total. Used to so, be nine stories. Okay. So that's that's the plan. So, yeah, it's it's in there. All the dirt. Pretty much everything on the show. The only thing that we can't put into the podcast is music stuff, right? Because yeah. of trademark. Pink got us knocked off a couple of days ago. That one of her new songs. Yeah, they're always messing with you as to what you can put in, what you can't put in. So, yeah, if that does happen, I apologize. And uh, Sarah from New Hampshire said, um, yeah, I just want to let you know that um, my coworker's license plate is one that Virginia would enjoy. It says, I am Panda. There you go. All oh, right. that's, that's adorable. For her husband. Lovely stuff. New Hampshire. You ever spend any time in, in that area? I've never been to New Hampshire, but uh, the one thing I hear and I believe is true is they have really good breweries there. That's what I've I've heard. I think I have a friend that goes there. I think it's peaceful, chill, artisan, craft kind of like stuff. And I love the hazy IPA, and it's usually typically hazy New England style. So that would make sense. That's my favorite kind of beer. What's the landscape like in a in a New Hampshire area? Is it because uh, we talked about Montana and what that was like? What, what the, I think a lot of woods, rolling hills, that kind of stuff. New Hampshire sounds peaceful, but it kind of sounds expensive to me. Sounds like the East Coast, Oregon. Yeah, are, are we right with our? Yeah, I can't say for sure because I've never been. But. And that's something we still haven't been to every state in the country. And I, I, I would like to visit every state It'd just be to awesome. see what the fuck's going on out there. Right. Just see, I think a lot of places you'd be like, eh. Like when I went through Delaware, I was like, that's Delaware. But, yeah. Well, you know, but there are other places. Yeah. Just to say you did. You go through Maryland. Is it? Is it awesome? I mean, I've yeah. been through Maryland for about five minutes, and I w- all I did was go on a highway, so I didn't get to really see Maryland. But is there anything cool in Maryland? Yeah, Maryland's got some stuff. They've well, I mean, they've got you know Baltimore and that whole area. They got the Chesapeake Bay, uh, which is great. And I went to Annapolis for my cousin's wedding. It was at the Naval Academy, and uh, my other cousin uh, Doug and I went out, did a little bar hopping. And it was it was pretty I, it was cozy, man. We were on the water. I was having uh, crab cakes, drinking some good beer. Okay. Yeah. So I was kind of feeling Maryland. It's it's nice. I'm all right with it. Then you got a Nebraska. I mean, what the fuck is going on in Nebraska? Yeah, you know, I've been to Nebraska, been through it, because uh, I lived in Kansas City, and we kind of travel up through there, and uh, you know, you you do have. Um, 
I think it was Lincoln. Maybe we've gone through around that area. And they, they had kind of a cool little bar district, but it's few and far between, man. Uh, a lot of Lincoln, a lot of Iowa, North Dakotas, your Dakotas. Kansas. But even if you don't have, okay, let's it's, say. You it's got, you, not enough to say it's an awesome place to go. You can maybe find a place to get a beer and but that's chill, just it. but okay. it's, not, it's not like you're going to Nashville. Other than, you know, a couple bars. Yeah. Are, are you in Nebraska it's going, few and far between. I got to get the fuck out of this place? Or do you just you love how Nebraska is? And then there are some places you go around in America where they got bunk ass drinking laws like no booze on Sundays or you at certain times and maybe dry counties. There are some places you'll go in America <laughs> where you can't get any alcohol at all. So it's boring. There's not shit to do and you can't drink. Right. That's fucked. Which is just tough. Yeah. I went to uh, a county like that in Iowa. I don't think they had any booze. And I was just like, oh my gosh, it was, it was a rough 48 hours. I'd be curious to go. I mean, we don't have to do it now, obviously, but I'd like to know every state you've, you, you've not you haven't gone through. I mean, how, yeah. how many have you you marked off the list? I'd say I've probably been to about thirty five of them. I've, I've been around a good bit, but there's still a lot I gotta get to. And what's the? I mean, what's the percentage of people in America that's hit every state? It's gotta be low. It right? is low. Yeah. Um, you know, honestly, most people, um, especially in smaller towns, man. I remember my small town. There was a, a buddy of mine that I think we were seventeen, and I, I was talking about. Yeah, I think I'm gonna go to New York, and he's like. Why would you even want to leave, man? He's like, I haven't even ever been out of this county. Oh, I was like, really? Depressing. He had never left Hawking County in Ohio. And I was like, wow, there are a couple of people like that. They'd never left the state of Ohio. Yeah, you got to travel a little bit. And I asked him, like, why? He's like, why would I want to? He's like, everything I need is right here. <laughs> oh, shit. I like, <laughs> Believe me, I went to Logan. That's not a true statement. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, yeah, I just don't think you know, dog. I love Logan. I really <laughs> yeah, do. Yeah, no doubt. But some people got that mentality. Look, I mean, my dad, if, if he didn't, if he wasn't drug out of the county by my mom, he'd have never left. And I don't think, honestly, since she's passed, I don't think he's left the county. There's no way. He loved the Bigfoot Festival, and he was shitting on it before. He had zero faith yeah, in that Bigfoot Festival. He was. And when we went to the Bigfoot Festival, he goes, hey, this might work. They might have something here. He, he was it now. Yeah, he did. He's a big fan of it now. So, yeah, there's there's that mentality with some people. So it does happen. I think in they, they do two or three now in that area of the Bigfoot Festival. A lot of it, yeah. It any was place so successful. Where they have, any place that's rural and they have woods, they now claim Bigfoot's in the woods and then they have a festival about it. But Logan really took the bait. They they, they did, were yeah. into this shit, They man. did. I think they had a sighting about 35 years ago and they're still riding it. <laughs> well, you have to. <laughs> I, I, love when, I love when towns do that. Yeah, whatever they, they, they can they do. They ride the folklore out. Yeah, they had some guy that was uh, drunk on hooch and moonshine and he said, oh, I think it's all Bigfoot. And they're like, let's run with it. Just want to let you know, if you don't know, we've got a hurricane party on Sunday, and they are going to actually have the drink hurricanes there. I think that's one of the cool things they do. There's going to be alcoholic beverage, food vendors, uh, drinks, live music, and the best thing is you can win some really cool stuff. BNT Impact Windows and Doors, they give away a ton of stuff, tens of thousands of dollars worth of stuff. They're giving away generators. All that kind of stuff. Plus, if you don't know anything about what you might need, there's some cool supplies of things. Like, I never would have thought about that. So, hurricane season starts June 1st. So, if you want to get ready and get your hardware, come on out. We're going to be there personally from 4 to 7, Meyer Amphitheater, West Palm Beach Waterfront on Sunday. We got one day left. V will be back with us tomorrow for the Friday KBJ show. Y'all be good. Goodbye. Goodbye.